Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! I'm Griffin. Steve. This is Killed to Death. The improvised true crime podcast. And Steve, uh, something is a little different. Uh, yeah. We are rocking our new quarantine haircuts. Yeah. We both recently got uh, haircuts during quarantine. Don't look at the photo for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trust us. Theater of the mind. We both got haircuts. We got quarantine haircuts. That's right. Uh, Steve, did you do yours yourself? Yes, I did mine myself. And you can't tell. Thank you. And I used those left-handed scissors... Um, you know, in kindergarten, when all the only scissors left were those left-handed ones, yeah. the, the green ones, that's what happened to me. I went to the scissor shop. Yeah, so your part is on the other side now. Yeah, kind of fucked up. So, because I used them the wrong way, because I'm right-handed, and so it didn't work. So now my hair flows the other way, and it's kind of really choppy in the wrong angles. But uh, other than that, perfect haircut. Thank you. Other than it looks like it's horizontally flipped, which obviously that sucks. Well, yeah, it's, you haven't it's been... all on the side now. So all the air is on the side and really buzz on the top and none on one other side. Yeah, uh, the part is about halfway down your face Yep. Uh, and some of it goes down to your neck and then mm-hmm. some of it almost goes to the top of your head. Yeah, which I think is going to maybe catch on. It is wild that I'm not looking at a toupee. Well, you could be. I was wearing one for a few weeks. I was a little ashamed at first. Yeah, you had one on top of your head and then one on the other side too I to know. balance it out. I know. Well, I was ashamed. But now I've come around and I realized I should just own it and rock it because I'm kind of proud that I did it myself. And I am putting it out there that if other people want this kind of look, like I can do that for you. That's right. Um, it is wild that just using left-handed scissors will allow you to grow hair on your neck. That's right. And yours looks good, too. Thank you. But you did not do this. I understand you hired someone. That's right. Yeah. yeah like not someone... a barber. No. No. Who was this? Like, where did you even hear of them? Uh, down at the docks. Okay. Uh, I was going there, you know, to think of ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just sitting there, right, thinking of a new movie. Sure. Uh, and I hear this voice behind me go, yar. Okay. <laughs> that might have been a pirate. It From what I like... know, that might have been a pirate. It looked like a pirate. He had the catchphrase. He had the shorts. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was this that um, boat that's always parked down there? That pirate ship that's like parked at the harbor front? Yeah, it's the. It was the reenactment pirate ship. <laughs> this was a reenactment pirate. Oh, okay. And this this was who you got your haircut from. They can't use it right now, obviously, mm. because of uh, quarantine times. So and they didn't have masks back then. So you can go down there and hire them to do whatever you want. So right. I asked uh, for a haircut from this guy, right. and as you can see, each strand of hair has been replaced with a hook. Oh god! <laughs> he cut he cut off each hair and he put a little hook in. Uh, yeah. So that's why if you hear uh, jangling, that's me just swishing my head around. Yeah, uh, every hair is a tiny hook. Uh, what it is great for is fishing. Oh my so god! So I'll go Dunk down your head in the water. Uh, I will bend straight over and put my head in the water off the dock. Yeah, and I'll just swish around and I'll come up with so many fish <laughs> wiggling around in my head. And bobbing for apples is not bad for that either. It's great for bobbing for apples. If the apples are pretty soft. They'd have to be like really soft. Like, yeah. And, and they are. Yeah, they are soft peeled apples that I'm bobbing for. Uh, and I'll do it around. This uh, reminds me on the subject of hooks and shaving. Captain Hook, do you remember that scene where he gets, where like Smee is trying to shave him and then accidentally shaves the butt of a bird? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I'm not familiar enough with Peter Pan. I only re- I rewatched it um, like a few months ago. That's the only reason I remember this, and it is hilarious. <laughs> so definitely just check out that scene. I'm sure it's on YouTube. I have. There are he times he confuses his face for a butt of a bird, and it, there's nothing not funny about that. So I use. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure you know. I use an electric razor. Oh, I uh, hear it. It's so, loud. Yeah. So you'll you... hear. You'll, you'll hear me down in the bathroom a lot of times. Go and you'll hear like a. Yeah. Oh crap. Ah! Right. <laughs> uh, because, likes me, a lot of times I will accidentally shave yeah. the butt of a bird. <laughs> you look at your own face and you're like, oh, that's good. That's my face, not a butt of a bird again. For the listener, our basement uh, filled with birds. Yeah. What's the word for it? Uh, not apiary. Uh, aviary. Yeah. Uh, what, our... apiary's bees? Apri- apiary is bees. Yeah. <laughs> not, there's no bees down here. <laughs> Just birds. Not anymore. One half of sex. Yes, and I only I vow to only explain the birds to my children. <laughs> of course, the penis. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Steve, uh, would you like to solve a murder? Uh, yes, I think we should. The victim, Travis Consopolis. Musician found dead in a recording booth. Today's guest, Terry Bateman, engineer who found the body. Terry, hello. Hi there. How are you? Uh, pretty well, We're considering okay. the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. How are you holding yeah, you're up? Telling me. I. Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a, r- a pretty rough time. You know, talking to everybody, talking to the media, talking to the family members, um, being the only one who found the body. I spent a lot of time with Travis. And, yeah, uh, I, I would assume uh, that the bond between engineer and musician, those are long days. Yeah. Uh, they're oh, trusting a, you a, to record the music. Yeah, it's a brotherhood. It's a full-out brotherhood. It's, uh, you know, when you used to go out when you were a kid, go for a bike ride with your best friend, do the Blood Brothers thing. and do you? When would, I was young, uh, I would go to Blood Brothers, like the Geary Brewing Company? Uh, yeah, that too. But um, you when you would cut your thumbs and then do, squish them together. When you, you swish your that? thumbs? No, together? squish. Oh, okay. I thought you were swishing thumbs. Okay. Yeah, we all used to do that. Uh, and yeah. you're saying you did that as well. And Anyway, uh, no, that was just a metaphor oh. to how close you are, uh, the engineer and musician. It's good you didn't uh, do that because your blood would be on the body. Yeah, and also he's a touring, he was a touring musician. So really, he was probably filled with a bunch of STDs that no one really even knew about. But uh, what I... Uh, what I'd like to, to tell you about is my experience finding uh, finding Travis's body. Well, before that, let's talk a little bit just about you as a music engineer. For those who don't know, what does an engineer do? Well, when I first started, I, uh, I would basically just grab coffees for everyone in the studio. Right. Now what I do is, um, have you guys ever heard of programs like, uh, you know, like uh, Jigsaw? Uh, Lotus, uh, Apple Time. Please say Audacity. Uh, the, the, Please say Audacity. Fr- Frenzy Freaks. Oh, come, um, on, come on, come on, come on. Audacity as in, is actually not a company. Uh, it's not industry standard oh, anymore. Yeah. Okay, um, what about the podcast? Uh, yeah, Auda- I mean, we're pretty good. Like, some podcasts don't even use that. Like, I think we're, oh, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, uh, actually, Audacity got canceled. Oh, uh, no. no! What did Audacity yeah, do? two weeks ago. Uh, we can't really even say. It's uh, that it's bad. The, the, investiga- the investigation is still happening. Oh, Audacity, okay. Audacity still hasn't really made a statement um, with everything going on. But yeah, we don't we don't use it. Wow. Uh, we use we use uh, Squibby Squibby Squap, which Squibby is, Squap. Uh, 
your squibby squat which is the industry top of the line standard music editing program for engineers like myself a lot of different engineers use it the engineers behind uh, Mumford and Sons um, I don't know if you've ever heard a lot of these really top of the line bands like the Schminsters uh, Tycho and the Tykettes yeah. and uh, the Tiny Timmy touring band <laughs> it is wonderful fate that Tycho found the Tykettes um, I'm not gonna lie. That's actually my my old band. Which wow. uh, were you a Tycat? Really? Yes, I was. Well, I I I was a Tycat, and then I was promoted to Ty, uh, Tyco, which is there's actually been many many Tycos. A Dread Pirate the years. Robert scenario. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's the band's been going on for about uh 37 years. There's been about seven different Tycos. Um, it's a it, there's a huge process that goes behind it it's uh it's like it's like getting a nexus card um when you you have to you have to go through a whole bunch of government screening Mm -hmm. and then uh and then and then there's a whole uh initiation that happens but the initiation isn't really that bad it's just you go to a dairy queen and they smother a bunch of chocolate dipping sauce all over your belly it's actually good it's actually quite quite fun yeah it's quite fun yeah. And so you worked with uh, all these different bands or you're just saying that's what the, the tools they use? They use the same recording. Well, you guys asked me <laughs> what Schwimmy Schwab is is used for. Right. And uh, those are the bands that you. Right. But what kind of bands are you for? working with? Like who who do you, you got to record? Oh, yeah. Over the years? Any names we might know? Oh, any mate. We're any desperate names for clout here. You might know. We oh, love clout. Is this is this what this is? I hate doing this. I hate name dropping because, <laughs> really, but you have uh, there, all the records framed behind you yeah, on the wall. There's so many platinum records behind you. Yeah, well, if you take a good look, a lot of those platinum records, uh, every single one is. Oh well. Yeah, if you look at that one right there, that massive one, it, that weighs about yeah, four hundred pounds. Bigger. I don't think you could play that. No, that one. No, well, it's not like a lot of these pizza. things are for decoration. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, that band right there, that one is Creed, which I don't like to flash that one around, but everybody knows Creed. Everybody's had a Creed experience. Uh, Creed is kind of like the Bill Murray of the music industry. You all have a Creed. Uh, yeah, you are talking about from the office. Yeah, uh, no, no, not Creed from The Office. I get that a lot though, because he is quite popular. Creed is one of those uh, characters. I assumed that, that I did, was his. I did actually, record. I did actually hang out with Creed from The Office at a party once. We were both at Paul Rudd's house, and uh, Creed came up to me in the in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom at the time. And Creed kept knocking on the bathroom, and then I was like, "Hey, I'm in here. Come on!" And then he just slams it open, and then tells me, "I got you. Got to get out of here. I just had ton, ton, a ton of that ground beef on the table, and now I gotta go. I gotta go." And Sorry, I said, wait, hey. at Paul Rudd's house, there's then, a bunch of loose ground beef on the table. And then I said, "I can't go. I'm I I'm here because I like to take my time. I like to really take my time when I'm in there." So. I mean, skipping ahead a little bit, after a good convo, Creed and I took a shit in the tub. (laughs) (laughs) Holding hands, kind of leaning over the side? Let's get back to these records on the wall. So Yeah, great. So that's the big one. Creed the band. And then we got the... Oh, 
Oh, that one's one of my favorites. That's Cancer Bats. Really, really cool band. I got to do a lot of touring with them. Wow, and that's a Canadian. Got, uh, oh, the Swimming Pools. And oh, then wow. that one right Canadian. there is the... Oh, the Rembrandts. Uh, that one was just a one-hit wonder. Wait, wait we you got... recorded I'll Be There For You? Yes, yes, I did. Yes. Wow. wow. Wait, you were, were there Were you the them. claps? No, actually, the claps were all of our uh, family members that we brought in. Now, at the time, actually, I was going through a really heavy divorce. So uh, I brought in my my wife at the time. Who you were in the uh, process who, of divorcing. Yeah. And, uh, and she tried to, to sabotage being... it by clapping out of sync. <laughs> she, the directions yeah, were clap which once. Was, uh, which was, which was actually a, a very very bad idea because uh, most of the Rembrandts and myself were going through separations at the time. So getting our uh, then wives to record their claps on the actual uh, tracks, uh, it meant that they had a somewhat percentage of the song. So uh, after a very very extensive. Uh, trial process uh they ended up getting majority rights to the songs the majority so i lost a lot a lot of money at the time Um, what was the thought behind bringing in all your wives you were separating to do the claps uh you know when you're experimenting in music i don't know if you know this i don't want to i don't want to mansplain music recording to you but when you are recording a song there's a lot of experimentation that goes along with uh you know setting up mics technique and then you get into uh do i play everything on this song no you want to bring in different people you want you want you want that different noise you know uh, we call it clack clacking um and uh when you're in the studio you're like oh i don't know maybe we go clack clacking on that one and then that means bring a family member to do claps <laughs> right are yeah. you are you a musician yourself oh yeah i play everything well you oh, yeah, in the, the taikos and the yeah Tycats. you are a taiko that's right of course yeah, yeah. do you still play well, music in the in the taik in the taiko and taikets uh mostly uh i just do all the all the screaming before scream core was a thing I just, uh, it was just called screaming. And then I would just scream on the albums. So I didn't really play anything. Um, I mean, I guess you could say I played, I played the, the, the scream box, <laughs> which is my, which is my own, uh, my own throat. You're, you're of course pointing to a box in your corner. Yes. That right there. That's is, where you store uh, them. I mean, pat, patent pending. Um, that well, they're is good for my, energy, my, but laughter is better. Yes. Yeah, my screen box, which uh, after a while of running some ener- uh, power tests, uh, it actually runs off a solar panel now. Um, I have to bring it outside into the sun for about four hours for it to work for 11 minutes. Um, so when we do use it, um, all it is is just a bunch of it's about seven MP3s of me screaming <laughs> that you can uh, push buttons on. Uh, if you look at this one right here, let me show you. Yeah, please. Let's hear um, it. That one right there oh that's oh there's a there's a scream here called i'm drowning in a well please come help me here listen to this one listen to this one now that one was actually banned 
uh, because uh, technically I did, like I said, we do a lot of crazy uh, recording techniques. And oh, that that's one not I a family actually, member down there. That that one I actually did. <laughs> I did put my son in a well. Oh, it's a click clack. Um, or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's collect. There it's you go. Collect- you guys are getting this technique. Yeah, you're getting all the technique uh, lingo down. Look at you. So that's cackalacking. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that one was pretty rough. I almost uh, I almost got banned from the industry for the way we recorded that one because oh. I got my son in a well with me because uh, I had to get somebody to hold the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, once uh, once we did record that one, uh, people. Um, Let's just say the Buffalo uh, news team showed up and they uh, they had a field day with that one. We did record that one in a field. So technically, yes, they did have a field day. <laughs> uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about Travis. Oh, yes. That's why we're here. Oh, <laughs> so oh, he was God. he in a band himself or was he a solo artist? Travis. Oh, man. You know, when you you know, when you meet an artist and you witness them creating their art and you go this might either be uh one of the greatest artists of our time or this guy is a complete psychopath that i need to i need to leave the room because i'm afraid i'm i'm afraid that i'm in danger yeah i mean i'm in the improv scene so that happens a lot oh yeah i've heard you guys have uh plenty of those um now Travis Katsopoulos um, was an incredible, incredible, incredibly talented uh, Greek singer. Um, now he was he was born in Thornhill, but um, he was very very proud of his Greek heritage. Um, and uh, I met Travis back in two thousand and seven. Um, he was playing in a local band there in Thornhill. They were playing like the, the main street pub scene, if you could call it. They were doing a lot of, a lot of covers. Um, I guess you could, uh, I could equate it to being in, you remember the band Stained? Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. They sounded li- nothing like that. Oh, okay. Um, Good. So I, I will rule that out. Yeah. Let me cross yeah. off one band here of the ones I should think about. Yeah. It was more of a, at the time it was like right after uh, it was right after like uh, swing and like uh, ska and uh, a lot of like. Two thousand seven like, was right after swing, and right um, before ska. Well, no, that that that's kind of the thing is they were a little late in the game, uh, and yeah. uh, I I had heard them at a but, pub called uh, called Smiley Smiley Ricks. Smiley Ricks. And I showed up. Uh, I ordered a fish and chips. I sat down. I looked at my fish and chips. I spit it out because it was disgusting and i was calling over my waitress and i said was there hair in your fish because i know what this happened. is oh there was uh there's actually a lot a lot of hair in there that that they got shut down for that reason yeah but um, yeah i know smiley ricks I, yeah okay. i've been doing some business with smiley ricks recently right. so you, <laughs> they used to use probably other people as fishing rods yeah so i called over my waitress and i said what the hell is this goddamn garbage uh i want my money back right. i started uh, I, I I think I used a couple of racial slurs, which I'm not proud of. And then uh, all of a sudden, uh, I heard this angelic voice. Wow. I looked up, and there was Travis using a megaphone into the microphone. Wow. <laughs> Is that the Greek technique? 
no, that's a that's a uh, that's a swing that's called thing. The, no, that that's called the uh, the the limp biscuit break stuff technique. Right. Um, which I I didn't really know many people that knew that technique because at my at that time uh, I didn't know limp biscuit was that popular. I was like I was like I thought I was the only one that had a band like that that spoke to me. But yeah, I had uh, I heard his voice, and then I said, "I need to make an album with this uh, radical, radical dude." Um, now, at the time, like I said, they were in a swing band. Right. Uh, what was he doing? So yeah, what was he singing? It's kind of like a. They were kind of like a, a swing band, but also they had they had this whole like uh, thing where they dressed up like Ninja Turtles. And then they call themselves the 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 uh, teenage mutant rockin' turtles, um, and they would uh, sing swing versions right. of you know how there was and a they whole were thing not ninjas people, at all. No, they were not ninjas. Uh, they were actually very sensitive about the uh, cultural uh, cultural appropriation. Right, saying they were you know, so they took out the word ninjas and put in and rockin', put rockin'. Right. changed the uh, headbands to uh, bandanas. <laughs> Yes, they they all uh, well. One of their fathers was a Hell's Angel, so um, they actually had a bunch of uh, Hell's Angels now, uh, merchandise. This is, this is interesting. So Travis did have uh, a Hell's Angels connection loosely. Yeah, uh, you're gonna you're gonna find that uh, you're gonna find that 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 kind of sinks in deeper as we go along. Oh, okay. Uh, Stay I tuned. walked up to him. Um, and uh, he was playing a, uh, like I said, he was holding a megaphone to the mic, but he also played a guitar that looked like nunchucks. And um, now, how does that? I s- the, uh, oh, I okay. Like the the neck is one of the chucks, and then the, the body is the other chuck, connected I mean, by a chain. That's exactly what it is. That's pretty I mean, cool. I think actually. we all know what a nunchuck guitar looks like. I've <laughs> never do, seen I don't one, think but I need I'm to explain now I'm that desperate to. You. It sounds like they did keep a bit of the ninja theme, though. Um, I don't know. Maybe you're the one who's being insensitive about oh, okay. that culture. Okay. Thank oh, are you. nunchucks I'd like a to continue thing? with my story. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I walked up to Travis and I said, "What are you up to Tuesday?" <laughs> This is while he's playing the song? (laughs) Well, I mean, they had just, just finished. Actually, it was a break in a song. So they they had, they had, um, it was kind of like the bridge where they all stop. And then they were all in this frozen pose. Yeah, a bridge, of course. A musical bridge where you you all freeze. And then then they're like going to jump right back into it. But you filled that space during that time. So he was frozen at the time and his eyes were still moving. So like he was trying to tell me like, Hey, you're ruining the show. And I said, Hey, what are you doing Tuesday? And I said it into the mic. I said, what are you doing Tuesday? And then he's frozen. He's fro. He was frozen. And he was looking at me going like, and then he, and then he (laughs) said, this is you cut yourself off yelling at the wait staff to walk up to the stage to do this. (laughs) Yes, I, I did. Um, at the time, I, I was drinking very heavily, so I did have uh, about fourteen tequilas. That um, I must I must have smelled great. <laughs> All right, so I am saying this into the mic, going, um, "Hey, what are you doing Tuesday?" And then uh, finally, after me ruining the song that they were playing, uh, Travis and his bandmates had quit 
they had uh, dis disbanded, you could say, because uh, I don't know if I had anything to do with it, but there was a money issue with the bar, and uh, one of the bandmates had uh, said that, um, you know, uh, that I think he was uh, sleeping with someone else's girlfriend or something like that. And then, uh, so Travis met me in my car, um, and uh, we spoke for a little bit. I played him a couple of my tapes, and then... Uh, Right after that, Tuesday came along and we recorded our first hit song. And I think you guys know that one, Cotton Ball Joe. Cotton Ball Joe. Yeah, yeah. of course. I remember this was yeah. a parody song. Yeah. Cotton uh, Eye yeah. Joe we, was we started huge out, at that we, time. Yeah, we started out doing parody songs. Uh, so Cotton Ball Joe came out and uh, it hit huge. It was mostly a big song in Malta, which I don't think you know, but Malta's music uh whole scene is insane if you hit it so uh cotton ball joe uh really really gave us our like opened up that door for us to do some original music so the first about first four months was us creating uh travis's um uh first hit album which uh didn't end up being any any parody songs but it ended up being his like first emotionally uh, uh really really driven uh personal album and it was right. called the Katopolis the Katopolis experiment right and this was all about his his greek grandparents if i remember correctly uh somewhat it was like his greek grandparents and him uh playing uh recreational dodgeball when he was 12 mm. right well they cuz they stopped him from they made him quit at their, at one yeah, point, he almost right? went pro. If he wasn't going to be a pro musician, he was going to be a pro dodgeball player. Wow. And, and you I can hear that him, in his said, music. I think he uses a lot of the same techniques. Yeah, he actually did throw the dodgeball at the microphone in the studio a few times, which that's uh, we actually uh, didn't use a snare a couple of times. Oh, we wow. used the sound of a dodgeball hitting the mic. And, and, and that, was, of, that was all Travis. That was all Travis. He was He was all about it. He would be like, hey... Uh, he would be hitting the ball. He would be throwing the ball around in the studio while I was mixing. And there was a couple of times where I told him, I said, Hey, Travis, you need to stop bouncing that ball around. And then he whipped it right in my face and it hit and it made this sound. It was like, it was like a bing. And I said, <laughs> it hit your face, your metallic face. I do have, I do have a metal cheek, which I can't really talk about. As you can see, uh, it's a little bit exposed, but it's kind of like, having like a cheese grater on your face. You look like when someone fights a person in a movie and then wounds them and finds out they're a robot. Oh, try, try being around looking like this while Terminator two was out. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I was called the T, uh, the, the T dork thousand for about a good solid four months. I'm going to say it. That's really good. As much as that might be hurtful, that is a really good and funny joke. So you got to hand it to them. Yeah, it was mostly my ex-wife that called me that. But uh, uh, like I said, uh, well, once we made the Katopolis project experiment, <laughs> um, it, uh, it went triple platinum, as you can see on the wall. Yeah, right you have there. three you different see, platinum records of it. You can see the album cover right there. There's Travis. He's, uh, he's uh, uh, I guess you now they call it uh, planking. And uh, you can see him right there. He's planking on a bunch of puppies who I think most of them survived. Most of those puppies did survive. That's amazing. Um, 
That's all you. But could it was ask a very, for. very controversial album. It was uh, Travis and Marilyn Manson at the time were the two most controversial artists. Right. Wow. Yeah. And now, and Travis st- still has all his ribs. Yes, that actually, that's where the rumor started. Yeah, I mean, everybody started saying like, "Hey, did Travis get that surgery?" And then uh, he actually did. Uh, but he, we were all like, no, it was Marilyn Manson. And then uh, Marilyn oh. Manson uh, took on that rumor. Wow. But Travis was the one who actually did it, which was a very, very painful surgery for him. But, you know, he got to suck his own dick, which is great. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do is take a quick break. Oh, yeah. Uh, well. I didn't I didn't get a chance earlier to say that uh, we also have a screen box. It's what we call the TV because we only watch one specific movie. Uh, yes. uh, and it's a movie that scares us. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about when you actually found Travis's body. Oh, yeah, that's why we're here. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Hello, and we are back. We're back, and everyone knows it. Uh, We are here with the T-Dork 1000. Uh, You are a music engineer. Yes, Uh, yes, I am. You recorded with Travis Consopolis. Travis Cutsopolis. Cutsopolis. Oh, Cutsopolis? Cutsopolis. 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 Yeah, we got it. Uh, He is, of course, from that experiment, the album. The aforementioned. Uh, The the famous controversy with lying on dogs, but most of them were fine. Yes. He uh, also... Travis used to play in a band in Thornhill. That's how he got his start. Uh, however, they disbanded after uh, someone from the audience, which happened to be you, uh, interrupted their bridge freeze. Uh, they disbanded. They went away. However, there might have been Hell's Angels connections, uh, which will come back. We've promised it'll come back, and it will, and it must. Travis, however, was found dead uh, during a recording session uh, by you. Yeah, so we were... Uh... We were just coming off the tour from his first album, which uh, debuted at number one, The Katsopolis Experiment. And, uh, Not the just in Malta? Comp- Sorry? Uh, was this just in Malta or was this worldwide? No, this uh, this one, we were in Tampa for this one. Um, <laughs> it debuted at number, number one in Tampa. Tampa. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you guys know the Tampa scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Stephen Stamkos. If you blow up there, it's huge. Yeah, we were uh, we were just coming off that, and so uh, what we did was uh, the record label was really pushing for a second album. We decided, hey, let's go, uh, let's go in, fresh take, uh, absolutely no ideas for uh, any other songs. And I told him, I said, Travis, you got a what's going on? You got any like I don't know. Usually, some musicians record things on their phone. They have little ideas, anything, you know, little beats. Travis had nothing so uh so what i did was um i'm not i'm not proud of it i am so not proud of this but uh i bought uh i bought some songs wow yeah like from from itunes from uh from some hell's angels you bought some hell's angels songs what songs do they have Oh, wow. Now, if you didn't know this, Hell's Angels has one of the biggest uh, music libraries uh, uh, in the world. Yeah, a lot of stock music. Generally, it'll be for, like, informational YouTube videos. 
Yeah, so Hells Angels has their own brand of stock rock music. It's called uh, the Hells Angels uh, Musical Heaven Library dot com. Uh, so you go there and then uh, what happens is you actually don't get to you don't get to actually look through any of the music. What you have to do is you book an appointment. Um, now, once you book an appointment, you get an email back with a secret location that you have to go to and sit down with the head Hells Angels and wow. listen to these tracks they play them for you they play them for you it's almost like you're you know when you would go over to like your drug dealer's house and they would play you their demo yeah. and you would have I to act my polite thumb. he cuts and, his and, thumb yeah squish them yeah, together so it was basically like that but the hell's angels would play you this music their music that they had written and uh you know what ha- it wasn't half bad it wasn't really half bad it was, was it half good, good? Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was actually pretty good. So there was a couple of tracks on there that I said yes to, um, I didn't tell Travis, I didn't tell him anything. And, uh, um, and you were expecting to put them out as an album he recorded without him knowing. Yes. Um, wow. so what happened was I bought, uh, I bought these songs off, uh, off the hell's angels and, um, I bought them for twelve ninety nine each. Oh, and then uh, and then I showed up at the studio one day, and uh, Travis was like, um, "Hey, I got my ideas. I'm ready to record my album. I'm, oh. I've got all the all the stuff. I'm ready." And I said, "Sorry, I already bought a bunch of songs." So you did and, tell him. Uh, um, I didn't tell him it was from the Hell's Angels. Oh, I said, okay. I said I bought some songs, and uh, Travis uh, Travis understood, um, and we were under a lot of pressure. We there by this time we only had about um, about forty five minutes to deliver the album to the record company. Yeah, and, wow, you uh, really put yourself know, under a time crunch. I don't know if you've seen uh, how certain songs have been made with, uh, you know, certain hit songs like Shaggy's uh, It Wasn't Me. Right. That was a fluke. That was that was put together in about two hours. Are you suggesting that maybe that he bought it from the Hells Angels? No, uh, no, Shaggy wouldn't do that. I know Shaggy. I'm good friends with Shaggy. He would never, never buy his stuff off the Hells Angels. Well, that's what he Um, tells you. He says that it wasn't him. Yeah, he's like, I wasn't me. Oh, so uh, we ended up. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so what we did was uh, we recorded these uh, these tracks with Travis. Um, he was so mad throughout the entire recording process, um, throwing dodgeballs left and right. Yeah, there are some do- dodgeball snaps, as we call them, on uh, on a couple of those tracks. One sec, <coughs> I'm getting all emotional here. Um. And, um, yeah, so we ended up uh, finishing the tracks, uh, delivered them to the record company through WeTransfer, sat there you, looking you at You e-transferred the, the songs? Yes. Yeah, we okay. transfer. Oh, that's, the, that's the industry standard. <laughs> well, because Google Drive is canceled. Oh, yes. yeah. So what happened was um, I sat there waiting for their response and uh, Travis said uh, he was going to wait there with me. I uh, went to the washroom, 
when I came back, I couldn't. No Creed interruption find, this time. No, I couldn't find Travis. I started yelling, but due to my past screaming experience, my tonsils and my throat are worn out, so I wasn't able to scream to my potential, full but potential. But luckily you had the box, so you just played the screams off there. It was out of batteries. Um, oh. You gotta put it in the sun. Yeah, so technically I can't really use it if it's, um, anyway. A cloudy day. Is so uh, day? it was just me running around the studio going, Travis, Travis, <laughs> where are you, Travis, Travis. And uh, So you immediately him. knew something was wrong, not that he I just knew something was wrong. Break. I knew something was wrong because um, there was uh, 74 missed calls on my phone from the Hells Angels. <laughs> since and, you've gone um, to the bathroom since I had gone to the bathroom and like I said remember I told you I like to spend a lot of time in the bathroom oh, remember that right. Creed interruption we were in there for about, for about an hour and 20 minutes so <laughs> I ended up uh, checking my phone and I couldn't find him and I, I, I kind of, so it, it dawned on me and I said oh I should call Travis so I called his phone and then I heard a ring I heard a ring coming from the recording booth. Mm-hmm. I walked over to the recording booth. I opened it up, and there was Travis, naked, with a microphone in his ass. Wow. Dead. Yeah, that's a kill shot for sure. Blood everywhere. Wow. Did the now? This is probably tough to talk about. Did the blood look like it had come from his anus? I think that's a little inappropriate to discuss right now. I think it could be helpful. Uh, Just to know how it happened. Yes, the autopsy did did report that all the blood was anally projected. Spurted. Yeah. I believe the medical um, records say spurted. Anally spurted. So, uh, I mean, listen, okay. I don't want to take any blame for what happened, but... Um, you know what? This should be a lesson to you that if you're going to buy a bunch of songs off the Hell's Angels, you should mm. be ready to pay up right away. They Do even think- offered it. They said, they said, why don't you swipe your credit card here? You can pay for the songs right away. And I said, you know what? I'm good right now. I'll send you an e-transfer. And you know when you tell people you're going to send them e-transfers and then you wait a little while and then one, and then you act like you forgot if they contact you and you're like, mm. oh, I forgot to send you the e-transfer. Oh, wow. My bad. That they didn't, they didn't ever ask. And then all of a sudden, 74 missed calls later. That was their message. They said, you bet you, you should have paid up that 12.99 each song, buddy. And I didn't. And that's how they took it out on me. They made sure that Travis wasn't around. Now, now I'm hearing a ringing myself. And it is the ringing of Skype. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to bring that up on my second computer. Hello. Hello, everyone. Is this the right platform for this? Uh, it depends what this is. Oh, okay. Is this a podcast? This is a podcast. We're, okay, we're in the middle of recording. Good. This is what I needed to come on and say. Oh my god, I recognize you. You oh, were at me. our show. Who, who? Me or Terry? No, I've never seen you in my life. You. You were at our show. You interrupted our gig. You broke oh up our god. band. 
<gasps> oh, this is yeah. one of Travis's old band members. Yeah, you're the bassist in Teen- Teenage Mutant Rockin' Turtles. <laughs> well, I was. Before our band broke up when somebody stole our lead singer during a bridge pause. Listen. And I, I know, won't say I who, know, but he's in I this know. room and it's the one guy I know. I know who you are, okay? I'm a big fan, Peachy Pete, okay? You're a big this fan? This is Peachy, Pe- Peachy Pete. He's a ba- oh. famous bass player. Yeah. And, Sorry, uh, is that Peachy Pete or Peachy Pete? Peachy Pete. Oh man, I know. I'm I'm really sorry, Peach Pete. Um, I know I caused a lot of stress and a lot of a lot of anger with you guys. And I'm I, to this day, I'm sorry that I I ruined that bridge and that song, because it it obviously caused a lot of a lot of pain with you guys. And um, I ca- I can't get over it. And um, I hope uh, one day you guys find the people that did that to Travis. Um, who knows who it was? I mean, all the signs directly pointing to the Hell's Angels, but who knows, right? Uh, you you know, guys have figured out. You guys know about Hell's Angels. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Terry's pretty familiar with them. Oh, God. You get de- you do dealings with the Hell's Angels? I, I, I don't do them anymore. Um, oh, no. I mean, I- Terry, no. I feared oh, that I'm I wasn't going to call in time. Wait, are you telling us the Hell's Angels are bad? I am calling to tell you the Hell's Angels are bad. They do, uh, they do do a bunch of charity work. So let's not, uh, you know, no. let's not. Uh, they owned the, the campground I had after prom at. Really? Yeah. Something with weird. Sega. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but I'm gonna come clean, and I've been doing this on a lot of media outlets. I've been calling in podcasts. I've been crashing podcasts to f- try and get this message out there. I'm gonna come clean. We used to buy. All of our songs from the Hell's Angels. All those oh, wow. covers you used to do? Uh, all of them. Everyone. So this was the Hell's Angels covering yep. another song, and then you would yep. buy the Hell's Angels That's cover. That's right. And all we right. were miming instruments up there. The only, the only one who wasn't, it was Travis. Because he's the only one who played, and he's the only one who had the, the drive and the talent to do it himself. We didn't tell him. We didn't have the heart to tell him, but we were buying all these songs. And I never got to him in time to tell him, never do it again. And now he's wound up dead with a microphone in his ass. Yeah. Blood. Anally spurted. Now, I didn't know about that part, but that is makes it even worse. <sighs> now you've gone and done it. Oh, he, Terry, are you talking about me? Or are you talking about Peachy Peter? Or are you talking about yourself? I'm talking about the whole goddamn thing look at us right now look at us how do we get here <sighs> how'd it come it's, so far i found myself behind the wheel of a large automobile not not a day goes by where i where i don't think about travis sitting in that booth fetal position with an s-a-r-5 mic brutally shoved up that man's oh see listen i can make it up to you okay i can make this up to you i would like to offer you this is being recorded right now correct oh i hope so so this is uh this is me offering you the teenage mutant rockin turtles what your first record deal 
Oh my God, but I, I've never known how to play. I, I've been stealing songs for so long. You're Peachy telling Pete. me you could show me how? Peachy Pete, I think you and I both know everybody's been stealing songs for a long time. <laughs> okay. I suppose we could steal them from somewhere else. Yeah, I know a guy uh, in the mob. <laughs> a different guy than the Hells Angels? Oh, well, no, no, it's not. I can't go back there, but I know a guy in the, uh, I know a guy in the Maltese Mafia who can definitely hook us. Okay, up. that sounds good. Actually, that sounds safer. Yeah, he, he's a good guy. I mean, he's always got, uh, he's always got like blood on his tie. But like, we all, we all, you know, need to do laundry every now and then. So whatever. Ah, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah. Even though his clothes are dirty. He still he sounds like a good guy and I am desperate to get back in the music industry. So, I'll do it, man. Whatever it takes, I'll do it. You want me to go to Malta? I will go to Malta right now and buy these songs. I have two plane tickets wow. to Malta. Pack your bag. Oh my we God. are going to record the Teenage Mutant Rock and Turtles I have to debut call the guys. album. I have oh. to call Barry Boston. I got to call Bloops. We gotta go, man. Wait, there's two tickets. <laughs> who knew these? Okay, so who they're knew not this coming. Would've... I'm not gonna tell them. I'm not gonna tell them. I'm not gonna tell them that I'm doing this. But they're gonna be so thrilled when we get in that booth and they, they already that... hear the songs playing and they don't have to do anything. They're gonna be so thrilled, man. You've made well, my dreams of... come true. Talk about a happy ending. <laughs> and that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. Uh, it turns out that it was the Hells Angels, and we knew it the whole time. Uh, but there well, was a happy ending. I know. I I had my suspicions, but it wasn't until we figured it out is that when I really knew. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just hunches before. Uh, if you want to have a gas online, oh my God. you can follow Kill to Death at K Two D Pod. Uh, uh, if you want our Instagram, yep. it's Kill to Death Podcast. Yep. Uh, if you want to email us, maybe a suggestion yep. for uh, a situation you'd like solved, mm. uh, that's Kill to Death Podcast at gmail.com. That's exactly it. Uh, check out all the shows on the Sonar Network. Yep. Uh, am I done? Well, I'm going to tell you quickly to check out our new album when it comes out. This is very exciting. Oh, yeah. What, what is the, the name? Of the album? Yeah. What's the name of the Teenage Mutant Rockin' Turtles new album? You know what? In honor of our lost friend, I'm going to call it Puppy Love. Puppy Love. Yeah. For the fallen puppies and for our fallen friend. Is that how that's beautiful. Died that, that is beautiful. Thank you very much for that. I'm, I'm sure and Travis would have loved that. Travis would have loved that. I will see you in Malta. Uh, Click. And Terry, is there anything you'd like people to check out? Uh, well, there's a, there's a very... Very fun album I got to work on called Fog and Lasers, and it's on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, um, iTunes, uh, and uh, there is uh, actually a sequel coming out in about a, a month and a half called Fog and Lasers 2, and uh, that'll be out in about September, early September, which uh, that's another one I'm working on that's going to be very, very fun. A lot of, yeah, a lot of great musicians. Yeah, it's a very funny there. local comedian. Oh, yeah, very, very funny, uh, very funny uh Dude uh, dresses like Blade. His name is Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll. Very, very fun. He does always dress like Blade. That's how Almost. you can tell it's him. A lot, of leather. You know. a lot of leather and swords. Uh, and I want to say, yeah. uh, for all the fans out there, that's right. keep your stick on the ice. Keep your stick on the ice.
Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Como esta? You've got Mary Chris Rivera, Ali Rasul, Belinda Corpus, Ellie Posadas, and Paula Bautista, Isabel Canon, and, and we are the Tita Collective. We are award-winning multidisciplinary artists. We dance, we sing, we create art, and we'll make you snort love halo halo through your nose. We have a new podcast called Chica Chica with the Titas. Chica Chica means gossip. Now you know! We will be chatting about Philippine arts and culture as a reflection of our lives as women of the Philippine diaspora. For our first season, we will be breaking down the themes of our award-winning sketch comedy show, Tita Jokes, a love letter to the strong Filipinas in our lives. Am I really that strict? I don't mean to be. This is just how I show my love. You know, I'm the middle child of 14 kids. <laughs> it also explores many themes, which include family, identity, homesickness, queer erasure, and more. I will suffocate them with this Canadian thread! So please subscribe. Don't miss an episode of Chica Chica with the Titas. We'll catch you on our first episode on January 6th. Now you know about that Tita's jokes. She works so hard and she loves you so. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.